Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. You know that thrill you get from being scared by a good campfire story? That feeling when the hairs on the back of your neck stand up? The Weirdings Podcast is all about that feeling. We present real stories from listeners about the supernatural, spooky, or downright strange. And we do some of our own research into these weird tales and present what we find. Join us for a good scare on Stitcher, iTunes, Podcast, and Radio Addict, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or check out our Facebook or our webpage at Weirdings. Just don't listen at night. See you there. Welcome, viewers, to another episode of this freaky show. The weekly podcast with a little bit of something and a whole lot of nothing. I am your host, Travis D, and alongside me today... Awkward Collins. And a Freak Joe. And here at the, this freaking show, we are celebrating a month-long celebration of Halloween by celebrating this freaky show. Boop, boop, boop. You know, I was hoping that you are going to do that. I didn't even have to ask you to do it. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I, I hope that Joey does it. I'm super excited. We are here in week two of five of this freaky show as we celebrate Halloween, a uh, holiday that we all love. Um, some more than others, obviously, uh, being uh, Halloween freaks. I think actually maybe we mutually agree Halloween. Like all of us mutually agree Halloween's uh, one of the best holidays. Oh, yeah. Definitely? Yeah. Definitely. Kind of like, meh. It's probably because eh. he's turning 29 on this one. Eh. Yeah. It's not feel, 30. <laughs> how does it feel knowing that you are celebrating more Halloween than me? Uh, ah. Because you're Nothing older special. than me. Because you're <laughs> older than me. Keep that in mind. Anywho. Uh, uh, yep. So, again, like, here at this freaky show, we are uh, going to celebrate Halloween. And what's the best way to celebrate Halloween and celebrate with other people who love Halloween, like our guests this evening? So, I'm super excited to bring them on here in a little bit. Uh, but I'm also super excited to remind you guys that this freaking show, as well as this freaky show, is brought to you by the Fire Pit Bar and Grill of Peelton, Illinois. If you're looking for a down-home country restaurant that offers a burger and a beer for just $7.99 every Monday and Wednesday, you have to check out the Fire Pit Bar and Grill at Piaton. You can find them at Facebook at Fire Pit Bar or at their website, firepitbar.com. This freaking show is also sponsored by WeAreDapperTies.com. If you want a good quality tie for a great quality price, check out WeAreDapperTies.com. Uh, yeah. Use the discount code FREAKIN, F-R-E-A-K-I-N, for an even better deal because you'll get free shipping on your order. You can check them out at wearedappertise.com. Owen oh, four, Joe. Uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I'm going to be so excited for you for that one day where you get through that entire plug and you're just completely Joe about it. I mean, like right now you're being pretty Travis about it. But... <laughs> I don't but know. I you do it pretty good. I I mean, I, I totally understand that you're still excited about about the low, low price of this high quality product. So I totally understand it. I really am. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so what's new with you guys? How's everything going? Uh, let's kind of a uh, you know chit chat here for a minute before we bring on our guest. Anything new? Anything exciting? What what's uh, what's the scoop? Not a lot going on. Uh, getting ready to uh, go into uh, my fall break week next week so i'm looking forward to that um preached this morning that was pretty cool yeah well, it was well. unfortunate i wasn't able to make it out there oh good 
Yeah, I, I was kind of bummed about it because I was like, you know, like if 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 everything works out right, I should be able to make it out there. Unfortunately, everything didn't work out right. But did Clint happen to make it out there? No, he didn't. Poor Clint. Yep. I poured one out for him in the sanctuary, so it's fine. Did you? Did you? Yeah. Yep. Little uh, body of Christ there. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Colin, how about you? What's new with you? Uh, not much. Um, I did get my uh, property manager finally came out to look out the, at the window that needs to be replaced, but <laughs> um, that's about it. I got you. I got you. Well, that's wonderful. I'm glad you guys, uh, even though it's not um, exciting lives, but you're still having a good life nonetheless, which is awesome. Indeed. Oh, yeah, definitely. How about you? How's, yeah. your, uh, how's your exciting life going? Um, you know, I, everything, uh, seems to be going good right now. The only, the only downfall, unfortunate thing at the moment is that, uh, the, the projected seven to three thirty uh, Tuesdays through Saturday work schedule. I was hoping to start soon actually got pushed off a little and I'm going back to, uh, three PM to midnight for a brief period. Ugh, gross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we had, uh, we had a, uh, night manager who uh, decided to pursue other options in his life, and he is um, no no longer be working with us. So uh, they need to kind of replace him, but in order to replace him, they have to hire uh, somebody to do that. And until that happens, um, I'm not so much stepping into a manager's role. I'm just gotta be the guy who makes sure the doors are locked at night. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, I mean, it it's it sucks, but at the same time, you know, I'm okay with doing it. You know, I'm there for the company. You know, I'm yep. team player and all that. So. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But um, but other than that, everything's good. You know, I got the deck uh, 98% finished. You know, I got get uh, everything's rolling together for the uh, end of the month uh, Halloween party. So I'm super excited for that. Tremendous. Yep. Uh, still a little bummed out. I haven't started Gotham yet. I tried to do that and I have failed so far. Uh, being at, uh, and this thing that sucks, like, you know, because all my um, TV watching time is like at the end of the night because of my work schedule. So I don't get to watch the um, MLB playoffs as they're happening. I have to record every game and watch them later. Mm. So there's a, so especially like through the last week, I avoided, I avoided a lot of the internet because I don't want to know the scores of the games before I watch them. Right. Because that's just kind of boring at that point. It's like, well, okay, so they want me. And I don't want to do that. I want to enjoy the games as if I, you know, they're, they're live for me. Right. So, and I've been I doing that. that. Yeah, and the baseball games, you know, anywhere from three to four hours, so it takes up a lot of TV time. So I haven't got a chance to watch Gotham yet, so that's been bumming me out. But other than that, I'm good. I'm doing okay. Good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Awesome. Well, um, enough with us chatting. Uh, I think we could be more excited if we bring some more people on and talk about uh, Halloween and stuff like that. Sounds good. Cool. Um, let's take a break and uh, get our guests on. Hi, everyone. This is John. And I'm Colin, and we're from the Weirdings Podcast. And you're listening to This, this freaking, freaking Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor to introduce our guests for this evening. They are fellow podcasters who just launched an amazing podcast I recommend you hearing uh, from Weirdings. Uh, we have Jonathan and Colin. Hello. Welcome. Thank right. you. Right. I mean, I mean, did you feel that was coming from my heart? Because I, I really, it came from my heart. <laughs> I, I truly believe it. I, I, I mean, felt the love. I, I was moved. 
right? I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest with you guys, and I hope like none of my other previous guests hear this. I don't really say a lot of stuff like that when I introduce them. Usually, it's just like, "Here's our guest," and that's about it. <laughs> that's I true. Don't like the people on my show, but you guys are different. You're special. I can be myself with you. <laughs> a single tear has been uh, <laughs> running down the side of my face here. I, I feel it in my heart. Awesome. Yeah. That's well, great. Uh, yeah, well, I'm glad you guys are here. I'm super excited to talk to you, uh, especially about, like, you know, uh, celebrating um, this freaky show, the celebration of our month-long uh, tribute to Halloween. Uh, I I mean, like, one of the things I wanted to do for this month was get you guys on here, so I'm so glad we were able to make this happen. Um, so I, I kind of know a little bit about you guys, but um, I think the viewers uh, of our show may not. So is there any way you guys could possibly kind of introduce yourselves and give them an idea about who you are? Certainly. You guys have viewers on a radio show? They're we very do. patient. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I imagine, I imagine like my, uh, I imagine the fans of this freaking show uh, puts iTunes up, listens to it, and just stares at the screen the entire time. <laughs> That's how I imagined it. That's how I imagined them watching our show. Well, that's how I watch this freaking show. That is exactly... Well, actually, I, I won't lie. I listen to this freaking show when I do the dishes, actually. That's so nice. I usually listen to... Uh, I usually watch it while I'm driving. And by that, I mean <laughs> I put it on while I'm driving to work and just stare at my radio for my entire commute. <laughs> <laughs> well, and a, a lot of our listeners have synesthesia, too. So their, oh, their brain go. interprets their... Yep. Wow. Ooh, yeah. This is going to be a pretty... Episode for Synesthesia, them, that's a word you don't smell every day. <laughs> well, okay, let's actually get on track here, and I apologize right. for that sideways uh, jaunt this, there. This interview is actually going a lot better than most. I'm not even going <laughs> to <laughs> well, we We're smooth. off to a ribald start. Well, we're really excited to be here, first off. Mm -hmm. Let's just get that out of the way. Uh, we love listening to you guys. You're, you're a lot of fun, and... Um, so we were really happy when you asked us to be on, especially during October, since it's kind of our jam. Uh, oh, yeah. So for those of your uh, listeners and viewers who don't actually know what Weirdings is or what we do, uh, we're a biweekly podcast mm -hmm. that uh, we focus primarily on the paranormal. Yes, that's right. Our, uh, our uh, playground is the supernatural, the spooky, and the downright strange. So when you listen to Weirdings, you can expect to hear ghost stories or maybe like a UFO sighting or even strange, unexplained creatures that people have seen. And uh, most of our material is focused in the uh, United States Midwest. Yeah. And uh, a lot of our, in fact, almost, I'd say about a good 90% of what we do is actually probably uh, listener-submitted content. Mm -hmm. So a listener is going to send us uh, their stories, um, their firsthand accounts, and what we do is we just collect these accounts and we present them to you in the spirit in which they were given to us. Um, and then afterwards, uh, depending on whether or not it's a full segment or just a, st a, st a story we're sharing, um, we'll do some like additional research surrounding the area or the event. Uh, we have a couple of interviews coming up. Which uh, so some of the show is actually interviews, and then sometimes it's just research segments provided by Colin and myself. That's right. That's awesome. Yeah, we've had the the opportunity to interview some pretty in colorful people so far. Uh, we've got uh, uh, we have a an empath, uh, sort of like you know they can pick up um, 
I, I guess, extra-dimensional vibrations and feelings like that. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to uh, the interview we're going to have with her. We've got a hunter of monsters and all things evil in the world. I call him a vampire hunter. That's not really entirely fair to him. <laughs> That's just the easiest way to refer to him in short. And then we uh, we do have a, a demonologist that was good enough to appear on the show as well. Yeah, that was uh, that was wow. really exciting for us. Yeah. So some Somebody who actively uh, assists in, like, house cleansings and... Mm-hmm. Um, basically uh demon demonic encounters um, mm-hmm. so fantastic wow. yeah pretty scary stuff yeah that, i mean but that's awesome I mean, like it's i mean it's like uh like we were talking about uh before i i'm a huge fan of your as a show and i'm not saying that and you didn't ask me to say that i'm being completely honest like i love even though it's just one episode i'm completely hooked and drawn into your show well, thank you um I, I i love the concept of what you guys are doing i mean i being that I'm not a huge uh, fan of movie horror and stuff like that, I do love ghost stories. And mm-hmm. uh, whether it comes off of TV or, uh, you know, uh, podcasts and stuff like that, like, it fascinates me. And um, I'm not sure if I can say this, but I was uh, one of the stories on your first episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And, um, like, I, I, as I listened to myself tell that story, like, I, in my head, it, it, it was, like, relivable. And it's kind of weird because like I've told that story like a couple of times to different people, and it really put no effect in me whatsoever. It was just me telling a story of what I experienced. But when you hear that shit at nine thirty at night while you're driving home on a highway that nobody's <laughs> on, you're kind of thinking ahead, like you know, like like it. I think you, I think Con, you may have mentioned it. Like I myself realized how the hell did I live in that apartment? Yeah. <laughs> How did you not just eat? I mean, I'd be packing my stuff the next day. Like, well, that's well, enough for me. Bye-bye. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it was a weird thing. Like, because, like, I mean, after that happened and everything, like, I, I, I tried to put it out of my head, and I really didn't, like, think about it. And then when I kind of told the story, like, it didn't it, – to me, it's like it happened is what it is. And so my dad kind of just moved on. But now that I hear myself tell that story – I just I seem like an idiot <laughs> for like you know being okay with that. I'm like, oh, you know, it's no big deal, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> you kind of rationalize it or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and you know, I mean, we find we found that a lot of people who have these experiences, you'd think that they would be life changing and mind blowing, and for some people they definitely are, but for others, it's it's almost like because it's such a big deal that they just kind of you know, deal with it by letting it slowly fade. Right. And I'm, and I'm almost positive that was probably what happened to you, Travis, because, well, I mean, if you want to hear the story, come listen to Weirdings uh, <laughs> yeah. or go visit Travis because uh, it's it's pretty freaky. And I got to admit, I wouldn't have, I would have been like Colin. I would have been like, well, lease or no lease, goodbye. <laughs> I'll, pay, I'll pay the charge. I don't care. I'll, I'll sublet. I don't, I'm out of here. Uh, you know, it's funny you say that, Travis. I had a conversation with our other contributor from episode one, Brian, um, who listened to the, the episode on the first day of release. And he was very excited. He's never been featured on any recording before he's just like a, a regular working joe and he's like i listened to that at night and i went into the bedroom and my wife was there standing at the foot of the bed and i didn't know she was there i about jumped out of my skin like, <laughs> <laughs> he scared himself silly too listening to yeah. his own story so that's sort of an added bonus that we've got going on at least from the first episode but i think everybody loves a good campfire ghost story or and this is the kind of 
feeling that we're trying to capture with people because especially around this time of year, people love a good scare. Absolutely. Well, it worked. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean, it, and it was amazing too because I mean, like it's it the stories that you guys uh, had because um, you also shared experiences that you guys had, which was really awesome. Um, but like everyone had these experiences and they're like all different, which oh, yeah. is like, I mean, it's amazing. And I and I understand that every experience is going to be different for you know whether you know where they're at, what happens, everything. But I mean, like it's it's just I I don't know I can't even I can't even like make a complete fucking sentence because I keep like reliving these stories that I heard. So your guys' uh, podcast freaked the shit out of me. I won't lie, <laughs> loved it, loved it but it freaked praise. the shit out of me. That is yeah. great praise. I love hearing yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was it, yeah I was concerned that when uh, when we first edited the episode, I'm like, man, this is tame. This is some <laughs> really tame stuff. <laughs> Well, Johnny and I both kind of have that instinct where when we're making something before it's complete, we're going, oh, this is terrible. This is going to be awful. Oh, no. What am I doing? This is silly. This is ridiculous. So the fact that people were actually scared, we're like, oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it it was was amazing. Like, I mean, and what what I loved is kind of like how you mentioned that you guys find like additional information on the locations. Mm -hmm. And I and I loved it because like I even learned stuff about my area that I didn't know about. Wow. You know, it's it's it just it blows my mind about the information you guys are able to find because I mean like, I I mean I I have an interest in like some of the stuff and I do like research some of the things in the area but the more popular things like you know Bachelors Grove, um, the diverse attack and stuff like that but like it's the smaller stories that like you guys are able to find that I knew nothing about, um like uh, the fire pit bar and grill that what it used to be. And we were able to find out about that. Like, I didn't know that a sponsor of my podcast um, <laughs> owns a, yeah, that owns a restaurant that happens to have a history to it. Uh, Where you can it, get a burger and a beer for just seven ninety nine. Yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yep. That's that's some creepy deals there. Uh, deals so but, good, it's scary. Yes, yeah, so you, you can you can get a burger, a beer, and the crushing feeling of an unseen presence <laughs> watching you as. It, the feeling probably... that there's something in the room is absolutely free. <laughs> Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. Like, I love your guys' show and everything. Um, so, oh, what the hell was I was I, I can't even think straight because I keep thinking about this fucking story. I, was, I had a question <laughs> and I lost. And I'm gonna tell you right now, the interview does not get better than this. I mean, this is it. Like, Travis <laughs> sucks at this. <laughs> <laughs> but well, uh, uh, that's okay. Hey, Travis. I know what you're talking about. I'm having a great time. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm having a blast. <laughs> Um, so, uh, do you guys, uh, do you, uh, do you want to talk a little bit about, uh, your podcast history before weirdings? Like, cause John, I, I know you're on a podcast con. I, I can't remember if you were on a similar podcast or. Uh, yeah. A... yeah. John and I were on the same project. I, I was okay. uh, on most of the episodes of John hates movies. Yep. Okay. Yep. And that was basically just kind of a round table movie review. Um, that was, uh, actually, that was the second podcast I was ever on. I was on one before, which was a really weird, short-lived roundtable uh, podcast about comics mm-hmm. uh, called The Unbearable Co- Podcast. That was one of those really kind of fly-by-night operations where we didn't have any kind of thing resembling a release schedule or anything along those lines or really editing or anything. And uh, <laughs> Poor content. So, content. Just, just pure podcasting. 
Yes, just pure podcasting. Just in the raw. Either. I think, in fact, I was even actually writing the IRS feed for that. So we didn't even use a service. <laughs> oh, I was geez. like hosting it on Amazon and writing. Every time we released a new episode, I'd be like copying and pasting parts of the IRS, uh, the RSS feed and, and uh, like changing the content within. I found like a basic one online that I could just crib. Um, and so that it was just a hot mess. It was That's a complete amazing. hot mess. Then after that, uh, we actually went kind of legit with John Hayes Movies had us uh, hosting. And we did that for like three years. Yeah. Uh, we got all the way up to episode 100. And I, I decided I had to move on. Um, mm-hmm. I like the podcast, but I've wanted to do something like this with this content yeah. forever. Uh, and whether that was going to be a book or whether or not that was going to be anything. And podcast is the perfect medium for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, I know that we're already in a really oversaturated market. Sure. But it doesn't matter. You know, because this is what I've I've just wanted to do, and I wanted to use this. I I wanted to handle this material ever since I was like thirteen years old, and you know, up at three o'clock in the uh, in the morning listening to Art Bell on Coast to Coast, mm-hmm. you know, talking about this same kind of stuff, uh, with a little less paranoia if possible. But um... <laughs> that's awesome. So, yeah. Well, John and I have known each other for a really long time. And, you know, ever since we were young, we were always the guys at parties that will, like, get people rolling on telling ghost stories or spooky stuff. And, you know, if anybody had a story just even in person, we would, we're like, we're like hungry for it. We'd just be like pulling up a chair and being like, oh, tell me, tell me now, you know. Uh, (laughs) And we had some pretty good times, like, and it really was kind of almost like around a literal campfire in some cases where we just got five or six people telling their stories back and forth. So this is a, a long-standing interest for both of us and has been kind of a staple of our friendship for a really long time. So yeah. it was a natural fit for us to work together on it. Sure. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and, oh, go ahead. No, no, please. This, oh, I was just going to say, the. I mean, the, the great thing about, you know, basically collecting these stories mm-hmm. and, and doing this kind of research is that everybody has a story. Mm-hmm. Everybody, regardless of their own like systemic beliefs, everybody has had an encounter that they've experienced at least once in their life where they haven't been able to put that rational finger on it and say, oh, well, this is, you know, swamp gas or the northern know, lights, the northern lights are a, a bit of undigested beef, you know, I mean, <laughs> Bad so, shrimp. Understood that reference. Yes, good. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, this is this is always uh, this is one of those things where everyone has, and being able to be a part of people sharing these stories, we've gotten them. We've gotten stories from sources that I would never have expected. You know, like people who are, you know, I've I've got a story that we're going to be uh, doing from a retired engineer. Uh, yeah. You know, who's yeah. like. Mr. Science Man, and he is throwing, and he he threw this story at me that that blew my socks off, and so I'm really excited, you know, just because of the content that we're getting from our listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, and one of the things I, I love about your show as compared to like other like shows that are similar to yours, but not. I mean, like yours is, to, in my opinion, yours is different than anything else out there, because when I listen to like certain podcasts that talk about like stories and all that, it's like it's the hosts that are kind of telling a story 
uh, after fact checking and looking into information. I love the fact that you guys actually have recordings of these stories by the people who actually witnessed them. Well, I love that one part. of the one of the mo- biggest ingredients that we wanted to include in Weirdings when we were coming up with the concept, and we went back and forth about what we were going to do. Originally, we actually considered making this a, a a podcast of fiction, like we would just write spooky stories and share them. But we decided that the key element that makes a good ghost story good, or or whatever a paranormal story, is sincerity, and yeah. you can't fake that. So. No. When you get someone telling it in their own words, in their own voice, there's there's an element there that you just can't duplicate any other way. Um, you're going to hear us uh, tell some uh, some people's tellings in our own voices because that's the only way they could communicate with us. So we do our best with that, but you really cannot match the quality of a first-hand telling in someone's own voice. There's just yep. no substitute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, we I... try and get those when we can, but... You know, we can't always get them. In which case, we do the best we can with the material provided. We have a we have a dynamite one in episode two, so oh, make yeah. sure you don't miss that one because there's an awesome story that one of our contributors tells in his own voice, and it's just it blew me away. It's probably it's it's one of my favorites that we've received yet. Well, I'm excited for it. It's like I was telling John, like the only thing I don't like about the podcast is that it's bi-weekly and I have to wait like 14 days for the next one to come out. Like, <laughs> I, like I, I am I am so super hooked into you guys' show and I just, I just love it. Be, I love it because of how you guys have it like set up. You know, it's like you're sharing experiences that you guys personally had. Uh, you're sharing the experiences of like, you know, just like average people, you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, someone is above me. I'm average too. But I mean, like, I mean, you had me as a podcaster and you had, um, you just had a guy who had a normal job and everything. And then like, you know, you guys are normal people too, except in like a, a weird weirdings way. And it's like, <laughs> but, I mean, like everyone, I mean, everyone comes from like different places doing different things and they share their experiences. And that's why I love because it's their voice telling their story. And you can't get that emotion when you have someone else tell somebody else's story. Mm-hmm. I love later that. on in some of the later episodes, we have episode we have stories from folks that happened to them when they were kids. So you get that different perspective as well, which I really like because some of the best uh, sort of supernatural and adventure fiction is about mm-hmm. young people. Uh, of course, it just got remade and the remake was phenomenal. Um, but the original is phenomenal as well. And part of what makes it so great is that age when you're young and your imagination can be so fully captured by these things. And we've just got a couple great tellings um, from people when they were young. Uh, we probably won't actually have recordings from children themselves, uh, no. but people's memories yeah. when they're young. Uh, I just, I'm not sure how, if I was a parent, I don't think that I would want my kid to tell her story firsthand on a podcast. So we kind of yeah. shy away from that. Yeah, that, no, I, that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I totally agree with that. But yeah, um, so you guys, you guys, uh, after you uh, find the stories, you kind of dig up some information on other things that happen in the area. Is there um, a uh, is there a focus or a con- uh, you guys are thinking about visiting like certain areas in Illinois to kind of like. <laughs> Like when it's the first hand. I don't. I don't want. I don't want. I don't want the answer to give away anything about what's coming happening in your uh, show because I obviously I want people to you know, you know, be surprised on what you're doing. But I'm just curious. Like, um, like a perfect example. There is a, there's a cemetery in Morris that um, mm. I posted about last year on my Facebook that um, I found in like my uh, you know on this day whatever that I told my sister and actually Colin and his girlfriend that we need to go and look at. 
Because I, I just think it would just be interesting to me. And plus, uh, our place isn't that far from there, and I can get a four-pound burger. But nice. <laughs> I know, right? It's like a win-win. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, I mean, do you do you guys feel like is that something like you're going to look to do? Is like you know, check out uh, Bachelor's Grove and you know, Resurrection Mary and the cemeteries and all that stuff. Well, no, Travis, because see, I'm a giant scaredy cat, and, <laughs> and so what I'm, I'm an even bigger scaredy cat. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to let you go there, get terrified, and then I'm going to have you on the show to tell me about it. <laughs> well, it's like, I mean, I mean, like, I'm not saying like you know, break in in the middle of the night and do something like felony, like, but I mean, like, let I me mean, just go in during the day and. You know, see the little kid that wanders through Bachelor's Grove or, oh, you know, boy, the, the black monk of Bachelor's <laughs> Grove. No, yeah. sir. You no, know, or so, the... <laughs> um, so, Travis, I'm a huge Freddy cat and John's a huge, huge Freddy cat. But uh, but I have a wife who's not afraid of anything and she is all about this kind of thing. And I'll, uh, it's a slight spoiler. I have I have gone to investigate a couple locations already myself, and they'll be included in future episodes. But it's just you can hear it when you listen to it, but because she's just not afraid of anything, and I'm just like completely freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 beyond that, and this isn't on the show, so this is just a treat for this freaking show listeners. But the part that we don't record is the part where where she's going, hey, we can just jump over this fence right here and get into the asylum this way. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, But see, and, like, and, I, and I don't know, like, if, like, I'm, I'm messed up in this way, but, like, I hate horror movies. I absolutely hate horror movies. I try not to watch horror movies um, as far as, like, I'm not a huge fan of movies that could potentially actually happen to me. Like, mm, uh, oh boy. like Scream, uh, The Stranger. And stuff like that. I'm not a huge fan of that. Um, I haven't watched The Purge yet because I'm assuming uh, something like that's going to happen eventually. Um, <laughs> and I don't want somebody... And that's why I'm nice to everyone because I don't want someone to have to come after me. And, you don't hey, want someone to purge you? Yeah. I mean, like, I know there's someone out there I pissed off. And I'm hoping that if they're listening to this, I want you them to know that... come to my birthday party! That one guy from 15 years ago, I didn't make it to his party. But I just want them to know that I do love them deep down, you know? Yeah, but, but uh gore and all this stuff, I mean, I, I love the Saw movies and all that stuff. I do watch those. But the, the thing is, there is, um, and I can't remember if I ever told you guys this or not, but uh, there, was a, there was a viaduct um, out in the country near us. I mean, me and Joey went to that. Yeah. We got out. We looked at it and everything. It was pretty, it was pretty creepy. Um, I could do that. I could, you know, I could go to a cemetery during the day and, like, wander around where, you know, there are supposed spirits and, you know, stuff like that. But when it comes to a movie, as I'm sitting in my own house watching TV, I, that, that won't happen. So I don't know if my mind's, like, all messed up from, you know, like, how, like, I function. But it's, I guess, to me, that'd be backwards. Like, maybe you could watch a horror movie, but not so much visit, you know, a, you know, a, a scary place. That's how it is for me, mainly. Um, I I love horror. In fact, you know, it's you can draw a direct line from my love to horror to this, uh, my love for this material. Um, you know, obviously it's two different boats. One's fiction, uh, the yeah. stuff that we deal with are firsthand accounts. Um, but at the same time, you can draw that straight line. However, and mainly this, is, I'm just really good at getting myself worked up. And <laughs> by going to these places... Uh, I know, well, first off, I know I'm going to have to go alone. 
I mean, that's just <laughs> that's just something that's going to have to happen because there's no way I can drag my wife to these places. No way in hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's it's one of those things where I know I'd have to go to these places alone. I'm going to get myself all worked up. I'm going to get freaked out, and then I'll probably have a heart attack, and no one will ever hear me, and there'll be no more weirdings. So um, <laughs> no one wants that. Yeah, no one wants that. So I'm just going to play it safe. I'm gonna stay home and just you know, I'll 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 do it I'll do all I'll do it all from my keyboard, <laughs> you know, <laughs> or you know like I said I'll have people like uh, and that's one of the things that actually is turning out to be really great about this project, is that we have people who are willing to do the legwork. We have people that uh, want to contribute this and they contribute to uh, to it multiple times. Um, that viaduct that you were talking about, Travis, that that story makes an appearance in episode four. Um, so, you know, if you guys want to hear Travis's recounting of your adventures with the viaduct, definitely uh, check that out. Because don't worry, it's just a it's just a scant eight weeks away, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you, but, you only, know. Oh yeah, and the only thing that kind of bumps me out about that is that Joey wasn't there during that story. And I wish he was, because I know he mm. wouldn't make out of it. I mm. wish I hadn't tanked the end of that story, quite frankly. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll behind the scenes talk. Behind the scenes talk for this freaky show, listeners. So I was interviewing Travis for this, and he talks about how bad of an interview he is. Well, this is this is great. Uh, <laughs> so he's telling me this story, and it's getting to this really, really good part. And you can tell he's about to lay down the climax. Like, you can just tell if you listen to a lot of stories, you can hear the rhythm of it, and you know that the climax is about to happen. And I interrupt him before he can do it. <laughs> I'm so excited about <laughs> Like, oh, my God, did you do this then? And he's like, no. And then he tries to go back to the climax, but I don't let him. Instead, I say, oh, but you got to blah, 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 blah. And I listened to that when I was editing it. Um, and I'm just sitting there and I, I listened to me literally tank him from going back to his like sting point, the climax of the story, like three times. <laughs> and just eventually he gives up. And I'm like, ah, crap. So it's just, uh, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a learning process, really. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of interviews, I, I do want to take a moment to prop out a couple of our behind-the-scenes people. Uh, we do have um, we do have two folks who, who do some work for us behind the scene. The name are Tabby. Their names are Tabby and James. Uh, you'll hear a lot of Tabby's con- contribution later in the series, uh, and James's as well. But both of them are seeking out interviews and going to places that we can't. So I think that it's only fair that we give them some recognition on here as well. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And they're both just like super enthusiastic. Tabby does the art. Um, James was on John Hates Movies with us and the Unbearable Podcast with John, uh, and he, wrote, he he's very good at writing parody songs. I don't know if there's going to be a place for that in Weirdings, but he's just a, a super talent. He's just he's just really great, and like everything he puts his hand to is gold. So we uh, we really couldn't do what we do without those two. Oh, I you know, and I, I feel the same way when it comes to my buddy Derek. He does the editing for our show and everything. So oh, he, wonderful. I mean, like it's the people behind the scenes that make the show, you know, better. And I mean, mm-hmm. but it's, it's cool. That you guys have like you know those type. I mean, like I I'll, I'll call them friends, not even just people, but like friends that are willing to help you and make your show, you know, the the great show that it is. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm, and I'm I'm really excited to hear your show as well as hear myself on it, because um, even though I know my voice sucks when I tell stories, I love hearing it. Because I mean, it's just like I mean it's me and I really enjoy that. Um, 
You guys notice I say um a lot? I mean, like, just... I haven't noticed. Yeah, we all do. It's we normal. Yeah. You, you should have heard our um, practice run for the first episode. You want to hear, um, <laughs> you would you would have thought that we were actually meditating for the amount of time we would have, oh. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. I got you. So, Halloween is in four weeks. What, I mean, what what is it about Halloween you guys love the most? Well, it's my birthday. Oh, look at oh. that. So it's, <laughs> it's also Collins. Uh, oh, no, yeah, wait. Weird. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. And there's another Colin. <laughs> 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 this is so unusual. <laughs> Colin with, uh, and, uh, I can't say Colin with one L because you both just have one L. So, oh, man. We're awkward Colin. Awkward Colin. Yep. It's awkward Colin's birthday. So, that's cool. All right. So, outside of your birthday, I mean, like, I mean, if, if you had to think about, like, as a child, like, did you. I mean, did you love the fact that you're able to be out all night trick or treating, or just uh, dressing up, or like, I mean, like the decorations? Or the, I mean, I, I guess I can't say haunted houses because maybe you didn't go to haunted houses, being that you're terrified of things like that. But I mean, like, <laughs> but I mean, like, well, I mean, what what is it about Halloween that kind of drew you to, like, you know, your love of like ghost stories and uh, stuff like that? Well, I mean, really, it is all the trappings. It is all the the costumes and the decorations. I'm not overly fond of candy. Um, in fact, I'm not really over fond, uh, overly fond of anything sweet. Um, mm. So it was never about the candy for me, but it was being out, being dressed up, being, you know, the excitement surrounding Halloween. Uh, the It was the one time of the year that I was really, I mean, horror has always been a forbidden fruit for me when I was younger. My mom was very much like, you can't watch scary movies. So, of course, I tried to get my hands on all that stuff as, as, as much as I possibly could. And um, so that really, you know, that really was what I love about Halloween is it was a time when it was OK to watch the spooky stuff. In fact, it was kind of expected. And some of the stuff that when I was growing up that was like on TV that was like children's specials around that time were pretty yeah. freaking horrifying. Oh, yeah. I can't really think of any examples, but there was some really weird and kooky stuff because, you know, it was like the early 80s. Everybody was coming down from being 70s high. And like the <laughs> stuff that was on TV was all like really messed up. Mm hmm. Did you, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen it. I don't know how popular it is uh, to anyone else, but did you ever see a movie called The Halloween Tree? I don't, I don't think so. I've seen that one. It's, 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 a, it's a cartoon. It's an animated uh, movie. Uh, it's about a kid who gets sick, and I, I think from it, it's like his spirit escapes his body. I don't know if he died and escaped, or he just so ill it leaves his body, but his friends have to chase down uh, there's friend spirit and there's this old guy who has this uh, tree and it's a pumpkin tree. Like they, they have pumpkins that are growing on trees and <laughs> each it's, yeah, trust me, it's weird. And each pumpkin is like a kid's soul. Yeah. Yeah. That so sounds the kid, awesome. Yeah. So the kid's spirit steals his pumpkin from the tree and runs off and his friends have to chase him through time. And you're learning about the history of Halloween and stuff while doing it. It's, oh, weird. it's, it's like Bill and Ted movie. meets Wishbone. That that sounds like a fever <laughs> dream, man. I, yeah, that, man. That, that does not sound good. I, Try, yeah. yeah, but you need to you need to see the movie. It's absolutely amazing. Like it's more of a kids movie, I guess, <laughs> but it is creepy. It's a creepy kids movie. So I mean, I definitely recommend seeing it. Oh yeah. Um, if you haven't, I mean, find it. You know, maybe it's on Amazon Prime. I don't know. I own it because uh, Awkward Collins, my best friend, got it for me for uh, Christmas. Nice. It just. 
Yeah, the only thing that sucks is I'm that kind of guy that only watches Halloween movies at Halloween. Count mm-hmm. like the fact I did that, but I mean he waited yeah, with me. Asshole. That's probably why so, I moved out. So he took it back, right? He he said you yep. don't deserve this and just took yep. it back. Well, wow. I actually have my own copy of it as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a great movie. You but, both have a copy uh, of this movie, and I've never seen it. Yeah. Shitty. Oh man. Yeah. You, well, you never come over. I see that's how it is. You. Yeah. That, well, that's on you. I, I would be <laughs> see how I tried to make it your fault that I don't come over. Guys, come on. We're a team. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Colin, what was it about? Not awkward, Colin, but our guest, Colin. Yeah, uh, distinctly non awkward, Colin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what What is it about Halloween that you love the most? Well, for me, it's uh, you know, I like John. I'm not into sweetness. We're uh, we're both pretty savory guys. Uh, mm-hmm. I I really like that this is the time when everybody can just like let their imagination loose. Everybody gets into it with such enthusiasm and you can get a good look at kind of like what's going on under the surface with somebody by how they do up Halloween. Um, Because people either try to do something that they think is super cool or they think is super scary or they think is funny for a costume or decorations or whatever. So it's really a time of great expression and you get to see kind of people at their most enthusiastic and, and like just kind of letting it all out there. And I just think that's really cool. You know, I, I, uh, John, I'll tell you, I'm historically super bad at Halloween costumes, like <laughs> the worst. I mean, I'm really bad. I, I, for years, was like the guy with the worst Halloween costume every single year because my life was so busy <laughs> that it would come down to party time and I'd be like, it's like an hour until the Halloween party and I do not have a costume. And then I'd have to like come up with something out of my closet in five minutes. So, um, Highlights of my Halloween career include a banana. <laughs> Not and, bad. Uh, yep, I was a banana one year. That was one of my more popular terrible costumes. I I managed to whip together a halfway decent uh, Casey Jones from Ninja Turtles for a party in like half a day. Uh that one I was not ashamed of, but it still wasn't very good. And then the worst one of all time, I just threw on a bathrobe and some pajamas and put on like zombie makeup and just told everyone I was dead tired. <laughs> That's amazing. No, it so really it was wasn't. Awful. It really wasn't. I don't care about it was. That's an excellent pun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm so bad at this. I went as a pun one year, so. Yeah. Well, if, if it makes you feel better, for the last five years for Halloween, I went as Toby Keith just because I own a cowboy hat and a denim jacket. <laughs> uh, I... I sh- That's kind of cheating, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's like I don't... I, I love Halloween, but the thing is, like, I'm not creative in costumes and shit like that. There was uh, one year, uh, John and his wife, you guys came to a Halloween party I had. And I felt bad because you couldn't really, you guys didn't really wear your costumes because no one else did. Mm-hmm. I, I bummed yeah. out. What were your costumes, by the way? I don't remember if you guys ever wore um, them or. I think, uh, I, you know what? I can't recall. I think that was the year that we were both, like, Fallout Shelter people. Yes. Um, yeah. Yep, so we had, like, uh, we had like the vault vault tech jumpsuits and the and the pip boys and all that kind of stuff but uh yeah uh, we we always try and do something a little um like thematic uh but it's been a lot harder since i grew the beard which you know um i like before i had this beard i was like all about the face makeup and the fake prosthetics and all that kind of stuff so i'd go like crazy with that stuff and now I've got the beard. I'm like, well, what goes good with a beard? I don't know. Wizard? Uh, 
<laughs> wizard <laughs> homeless <laughs> guy. <laughs> you know, I mean, so. <clears throat> excuse me. So yeah, it's it's been a little rough uh, the past several years trying to figure yeah, out. That's why I gave up testosterone. Yeah, I, I really should look into that. Yeah, you know, it's really easy. All you need <laughs> is a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it would happen naturally by getting married, but that just didn't. <laughs> that, was oh, that was a terrible joke. Yeah, my costumes got uh, got better after I I, I uh, met my wife. I've been doing better in the last few years. I, I solved my terrible costume problem when she came into my life, so I, maybe you could say she solved it. Hmm. But. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll be Toby Keith again this year. <laughs> <laughs> it, it won't change. Uh, this year, uh, Jesse and I will be the Blues Brothers. Um, oh. Who are we? I forgot. Oh, last year I was Bob Ross, and she was my happy tree. Nice. Uh, <laughs> yep, the year before that I was Burt Macklin, FBI, oh. and uh, she was Kung Fury. And then uh, the year before that we were uh, Wayne and Garth. So nice. we've been doing pretty good for the last couple of years. Yep. Um, last year... I think last year was the year that we were vault tech people, and that was the year we went to Travis's party. Uh, mm-hmm. The year before that, we were um, I was Pikachu, and she was Charmander. Uh, <laughs> so that one worked out pretty well. And it worked out well with the beard, too, surprisingly. Um, Very manly Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, sure, I'm not entirely sure what we're going to do. This year Rugged Pikachu it. of the North. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, but yeah, this uh, actually, you know, I... I I actually have yet to do a wizard, so I think maybe I'll maybe I can get her to be a witch, or maybe I'll be the witch and she can be the wizard. Mmm, uh, I like it. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, she actually loves um, she actually loves cross dressing on Halloween. She thinks it's hilarious. Um, so, like a couple years ago, like her favorite costume ever, she was Gimli the dwarf. She mm-hmm. just thought it was awesome. She thought it was the funniest thing that like that she's ever done in her life. And and it was, you know, it was it was kind of hot. Got her <laughs> you know? She made a pretty good Gimli. Yeah, she made a pretty good Gimli. I'm like, all right. Of course, that was before John had the, had the beard. So, you know, if there right. were two beards in the picture, that just might be a little, right. a little weird. Complicated. A little weird. Yeah. yeah. Well, know, uh, well, John, if you ever want, I do have a Halloween uh, costume recommendation for you. Uh, you could literally go as Geek Cash Joe. Oh. <laughs> you, do we look alike? You guys... You guys, you guys do look alike in some way. Uh, John looks like a more like mature Geekash Joe, oh. but not that far off because you guys are very similar in uh, in facial hair and um, just I mean how you guys present yourselves is like, such politeness and like it's just <laughs> I trust me. Thank you. You guys can go, John. You need to go as Geekash Joe. If you want, your wife can go as Travesty. It'll be perfect. <laughs> That she gets a cross dress and everything. It's perfect. Exactly. I know. It's a win win. <laughs> yep. I'm sure she still has that Gimli beard. I mean, it's a little longer than yours, Travis, but I think it'll do in a pinch. Oh, shit. Um, well, I do, I do appreciate you guys coming on, and it was awesome talking with you guys. I'm super excited for everything you guys are doing. Um, real quick, uh, before we say goodbye, is, is there, uh, you want to tell our listeners where they can listen to your podcast and where they can find you on social media? Absolutely. Um, they can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, um, any podcast player. And they can find us on Facebook uh, as well as weirdings.com. And we also have a YouTube channel where we upload our podcasts as well. And 
if any of your listeners have a story and they want to submit it, uh, to have it, they can either send us the written accounts or they can send us audio files uh, at stories at weirdings.com or they can just message us through Facebook and we'll be more than happy to set up a time for an interview with them over Skype. Awesome. Well, I'm super excited to hear more of your guys' shows. I'm super excited to be on your future shows, especially uh, episode four. Now that I know I'm going to be on that, I'm super excited. Um, I'm just, I mean, thank you guys. It, 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 it's truly like you have no idea how much it means to me that you guys took the time out to be on our show. It's awesome. Well, we were glad to be here. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. And before we go, Travis, yeah. just once again, Tell your sister she needs to come on our show. She needs to give us her oh, yeah. story. Oh, she'd be great for that. Absolutely. I know she would. It's like it's fairly obvious after we got all of Travis's stories that it's really his sister is the one driving the bus there. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she. Well, she. Yeah, she's the one that definitely pushed itself. I, I actually talked to her like when we after we talked that one day. I told her I'm like, listen, I, I know I kind of gave an idea of what your story is, but I want you to go on and tell them and everything. So she's. She's very busy at the moment because she's uh, she's getting married in February, so she's doing oh. a lot of wedding stuff. Oh, um, yeah. mm-hmm. But I mean, like, if, if there's a way I can either like figure out, like, maybe I get her to come over to my house and we could record it, at least send it to you or absolutely. something like that. I know that her telling the story will be absolutely amazing because I mean, Joe knows as much as I do. Uh, she's pretty good at talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. If you, if just just grab your phone and you know next time you see her just uh you know get a recording app and say hey we're doing this and uh <laughs> just get her to get her to send us a story we'd, yeah, we'd love to have her yeah what well, yeah and it's like and it, it would be great because i mean not not to give too much away but when you have similar family members who witness the same thing but at different periods of time it's pretty awesome yeah i agree so, um, we're gonna we're gonna take another break, and then when we come back, uh, we're gonna hear an awesome story from uh, Joey, and we're gonna hear some uh, some spa, state facts from Colin. So there we go. Hi everyone, this is John, and this is Colin, and we're from the Weirdings Podcast, and you're listening to this freaky show. And we're back with another episode of Joe's Freaky Tales. Uh, this, this freaky tale, tonight's freaky tale, is the first one that was submitted by a listener of the show. Uh, it was submitted by, uh, Joe Redenbow, who would like to also be known as Live Action Joe. And the title of the, the short story is The Devil Inside. My name is Aidan Nascimento. I am a holy member of the Catholic Church. More than that, really. I hunt demons for the church. Well, I hunt the people they possess. Usually we try to perform exorcisms, but lately, well, lately that's just been too much damn work. It's easier and faster to just end the demon and hope the soul of the sorry bastard in it, uh, it was in, finds its way to heaven. I used to exorcise them. Really, I did. But in the early 2010s, the rates at which these monstrosities were popping up started spreading those of us that knew the truth thin. It was bad and only got worse. You see, demons find it easier to take control of those with aggressive tendencies. And the world was becoming an ever more aggressive place. Criminals, cops, extremists, 
politicians, racists, and anti-racists, all of them wound up tight and waiting for an excuse or a push from inside their own minds to just pop. So by the time 2020 rolled around and everyone was fighting everyone else, it was an open buffet for the corrupted and the damned. Lucifer's legion didn't have, a, have to even try anymore. So the holy men in their holy city decided to accept the reality and just let us do something about it. I had just finished a hunt. It was a whole family that got put down. Not all by me. Mother got gutted by daddy. He wasn't possessed, no. He was just shit. The daughter, though, she needed that push. Devil came a-knockin' to let her do what she always wished she could do to that man. She had him strung up in the basement for a few weeks, doing God knows what to him by the time I got wind and came into town. Mother was still on the floor in the kitchen, rats and bugs picking at her. Daughter didn't put up much of a fight, almost like the demon had pushed her to her limits and didn't have it in her. She just smiled as she held the knife in both hands. I didn't let her speak. Letting demons speak is never a good idea. Daddy was still alive when my job was done. He wasn't when I walked out of the house, though. Now I'm making my way back up to the steps of my commune. Time to get another job. If I'm not putting demons down, then I'm not living. That evil spawn is the only purpose left in my existence. As I walk through the door, it seems darker and colder than usual. One of the sisters is usually here to help me unload. Wash my hands clean to the last job in some holy water. But I see no sisters. Maybe they weren't expecting me back so soon. I make my way down a few aisles of pews before I decide to just drop my gear and take a look around. I head for the vestry to see if I can find someone. I open the door. I see a sister sitting there with her back to me. Her arms are moving, but I can't see what she's doing. Where is everyone? I call out to her. She stops doing what she's doing, but doesn't turn when she answers. And when she does, I recognize her voice as Sister Agatha. But it doesn't sound quite right. Contorted and dripping in malice, she asks me, Need to wash those hands of the murder you commit in the name of God? As I stare at the back of her head with thoughts racing through my brain, she slowly rises, holds her arms out to her sides, palms forward, and slowly turns around. As she finally comes to face me, I see the nightmarish reality of what has come of the sister. She'd been using the crucifix on her rosary beads to carve deep into her skin, blood streaming from the runes she had cut into herself. I recognized it as Latin, but couldn't make it out through the gore. Then I noticed her face. Her face is upside down, eyes empty and leaking blood down a forehead where her chin should have been. Her jaw snaps back and forth with a wet cracking sound and a strange gurgle before she screams at me, Care to confess your sins? And then she leaps at me. My shock and horror at what I am seeing only dull my reflexes a moment, but that hesitation costs me. She was on me in an instant and shoved me against the wall. She tore at my face and eyes with a brute force not her own. I have no weapon to fight back with, and I start to feel a panic creeping over me. That creeping sensation only lasts a moment before I feel something else entirely. 
I see the monster in front of me and know that it must be put down and sent to hell. I shove the creature with all my strength. It hits the opposite wall and I hear bones crack and sinews snap. But this isn't over. I grab a crucifix off the wall and jam it down the demon's throat. I hear more cracking bones and wet gurgles, this time accompanied by a bubbling, sinister laugh. She strains to push past the holy cross wedged in her mouth. Then she falls over, dead. I reach for my book to begin last rites, but remember my gear is still out in the nave. I turn to head out there, but feel a sharp pain in my stomach, and then my back. My eyes see it before my mind can comprehend it, even with my eyesight blurring from the pain and the scratches on my eyes, I see it. A broken candelabra through my gut, and from the feel of it protruding out my back between some of my ribs. I find my sense again, and with my knees buckling, I look to the other end of the candelabra to see Father McEnroe holding the thing. My gaze fixates on his face, his eyes black yet bloodshot. Skin pale and veins protruding from under his skin. His jaws dislocated and slacked, swaying back and forth, and I can hear his molars clacking against each other. He stares at me, and I swear he's trying to smile at me. Then he begins to lift me up off the ground as he gives out a deafening, deep, hollow moan. The pain blinds me. The moan deafens me. My will almost breaks. Right as I feel the blackness coming in, I hear that voice in my heart telling me to push on, survive, fight back. My eyes snap open and I lash out. I strike him in the face. His head goes left. His jaw snaps right. I fall straight down. The father is stunned and falls back a step or two and yanks out the makeshift spear as I'm on the way down. Legs give out and I drop to my hands and knees. Blood spurts from my mouth and nose. I look up at the monstrosity that was once my mentor. He's staring, staring me down, head tilted and growling animalistically. He drops the candelabra and lunges at me. I summon my strength and anger and lunge back. My upward motion gives me the advantage and I catch him off balance. I take advantage and bring my hands up to his head. Putting my weight behind my grasp, I slam his head into the doorway of the vestry. I hear his skull crack and feel the warm blood on my hands. I think I broke a finger or two in the process. The father drops to the ground. I don't check to see if he's still alive. Don't check my wounds. I have a one-track mind now. If the commune is infected with the filth of hell, I have but one option. Mass exorcism. I need my book to re-sanctify these grounds and purge these spawn. The pain and blood loss make the trip back out into the nave difficult. My legs are wobbly and my strength is fading. But I see my pack sitting there in the pews, and I continue to pull myself towards it. Then I hear it. I'm not the only one dragging my way through the church. I can hear it all around me. Bodies on wood. The moaning and groaning and unnatural cracking of bones and stretching of skin. I press on harder toward my pack. I'm almost there. I hear them but I'm seeing in tunnel vision. What little I could see, anyway, my eyes are watering and bleeding, and the combination of pain and blood loss is making everything immensely difficult. I hear them getting closer, the groaning louder. The blood pouring out of me makes it hard to push myself without slipping. 
I finally reach my pack and rip at the flaps until I open it and start throwing things out of it until I see my book. I rip it out and begin flipping through the pages to find the incantation I need to end this nightmare. I make the mistake of looking around me. I see the brothers and sisters of the church in various twisted forms. One walking backward down the pews towards me, with his head twisted around and elbows and knees snapped in reverse, twitching and grunting with every step. Others crawling over the pews sideways with fingers like claws, screaming in such a shrill manner it makes my ears feel like erupting. An altar boy is to my side, crawling like a contortionist, bent all the way around with his legs in front and his head between them, arms bent awkwardly, using the back of his hands as a second pair of feet. I force my gaze back to the book and flip to the page I need. The letters are hard to make out in my blurred vision, and the words are hard to choke out, but I begin to recite the phrases. The demons move with vigor now and latch onto me trying to pry me from my task, sinking claws into my flesh and biting and scratching at my body. I scream out the words, fighting to keep the book in my hands rather than fight the nightmares off of me. Flesh is ripped clean off my body. An eye is gouged out by either teeth or claw. I feel the cold, gangly fingers wrap around my neck. I finish the last phrase. Ego reciperent infernum and all goes black. The pain fades, and I think it's all over. Then I feel the bodies still around me, and I hear a voice. My God, Aiden, what have you done? I hear the trembling in the voice. I open my eyes. I see my brothers and sisters no longer afflicted, but all with a look of horror on their faces. Then I notice the church is no longer dark or cold. I look down and see that my stomach wound is no longer there, but I have blood all over myself, none of it mine. I look back up and face them. I saved you all, I mutter weakly and attempt to smile at them. No, you have damned us, is the reply I receive. Before I can grasp what is going on, I feel a churning within my gullet, and something inside me begins to pull itself up my throat and brawl my jaws open. I taste ash and burnt flesh. I smell smoke and sulfur as it pours from my mouth. My eyes grow wide and swell with tears as the fingers protruding out of my mouth stretch out beyond the elbows. The body of the creature stretches out as it passes my lips. The head forces its way out and I hear it growl as my jaw feels like it's about to snap off my body. As it pushes its way out of my body, the room starts to go dark. It's not my vision fading this time, I realize, but the presence of ultimate evil snuffing out the light. The being finishes pulling itself out and rises above me. I gasp for air and look up at the embodiment of hell. Its skin, black and burnt to a crisp, tarnished and charred wings protruding from its back, smoldering and dripping embers around them. It turns to me, and leans down until its face is inches from mine. It has no eyes. Where they should be are empty sockets, oozing a putrid slime. Its face is cracked and shriveled, with black and yellow teeth bearing a twisted smile. It leans back and looks around the room. I follow its gaze. 
I see the other members of the church all staring at it, but not knowing what is behind each one of them. Demons fill the room, hundreds of them. They're too fixated on the horror right in front of them. One of the demons comes up behind her sister Serene, reaches over the top of her head and grabs her by her mouth, gaping at the nightmare personified and yanks back. She barely makes out a scream before her back breaks and the demon starts to shove its way into her body. Brother Michael is next, as his head gets twisted around and he is shoved down onto his knees before a demon claims him. One by one, my fellowship is claimed. The demon in front of me turns back and garners my full attention. He caresses my face. I'm too terrified and in disbelief to react to it. The hellspawn leans back and whispers into my ear in a deep, deep, gravelly tone. We knew you would see our truth. Invite us into your home. All you needed was the right push. He leans back out and lifts my scripture off the ground. You should read more carefully, it says to me as it flashes that permanently fried smile. I think I'm going to enjoy our time together. It cackles before tossing the book and grabbing my face once more. It grabs my jaws and opposite hands, yanks them apart. I feel my jaw break. It dives towards me. All goes black. And that's the end. Good job, Joe. I I love when you read, man. It just I don't know. You do a good job, and uh, thank you again uh, for that submitted story. Yeah, it's my pleasure, and I'm I'm really glad uh, that that somebody somebody sent us something. So, and we may we may get another one from this guy again this year. So perfect. I mean, I and that, and that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to get. Uh, stories that are written by uh, our listeners and people that you know that we know you know what i mean it's, it's not that we don't love hearing our ground poe and everything like that but i mean how much more exciting is it to read a story you know that's created by someone near and dear to us totes i'm absolutely with you <clears throat> absolutely so if you have a story that you want uh, freak joe to you know read during this freaky show then send it to us you can send it to uh this freaking show yahoo.com or I guess that's about it. So send it there. Colin, you're up, sir. Colin, if you're still there, you're up, sir. Joey, Sorry about there? that. He's either on hey, mute or asleep. <laughs> mute. I had myself muted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, welcome back, everyone, to another segment of This Freaking State of Mind. A little bit where we go through each state in alphabetical order and then we name facts for that state. We are on the great state of Washington this week, so let's get right down to it. <laughs> uh, the state of Washington is the only state to be named after a U.S. president. Seattle is home to the first revolving restaurant in the 48 contiguous United States and the second revolving restaurant in the world, located atop the Space Needle at a height of 500 feet above sea level, the restaurant was open in 1961. Uh, Washington State produces more apples than any other state in the Union. Uh, Washington State has more glaciers than any than the other 47 contiguous states combined. Uh, Dang. 
Yep. Everett is the site of the world's largest building, and it is Boeing's final assembly plant. And I actually had the privilege of taking a tour of this plant. And, wow, they are some big-ass planes in that. (laughs) (laughs) It was a really fun tour. I definitely recommend, if you ever get out that way, to check it out. Uh, The northwestern most point in the contiguous U.S. is Cape Flattery on Washington's Olympic Peninsula. Before it became a state, the territory was called Columbia, named after Columbia River. When it was granted statehood, the name was changed to Washington, supposedly so people wouldn't confuse it with the District of Columbia. People confuse it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they should have just gone with something completely different than Washington or Columbia. Right. Weird. Uh, the highest point in Washington is Mount Rainier. It was named after Peter Rainier, a British soldier who fought against the Americans in the Revolutionary War. <laughs> that is very interesting. And um, I actually had the privilege to go and visit Mount Rainier. Sadly, when I went, it was uh, at night and they had a pretty bad storm the previous days. So we couldn't go all the way up. But when I went, it was really nice and I would love to experience that again. So, uh, Spokane was the smallest city in size to host the World's Fair in 1974. Uh, Puget Sound's many islands are served by the largest ferry fleet in the U.S. Uh, The forests of the Olympic Peninsula are the rainiest places in the world, and and the only rainforests, such as the Ho-Ho Rainforest, in the continental United States. The first European record of a landing on the Washington coast was by Spanish captain Don Bruno de Hexia in 1775 on board the Santiago, part of a two-ship flotilla with the Sonora. By the turn of the 20th century, Aberdeen had the distinction of being the roughest town west of the Mississippi because of excessive gambling, violence, extreme drug use, and prostitution. The city remained off-limits to military personnel into the early 1980s. The region around eastern Puget Sound developed heavy industry during World War I and World War II, and the Boeing Company became an established icon in the area. During the Great Depression, a series of hydroelectric dams were constructed along the Columbia River as part of a project to increase the production of electricity. This culminated in 1941 with the completion of the Grand Coulee Dam, the largest dam in the U.S. During World War II, Seattle was point of departure for many soldiers in the Pacific, a number of which were quartered at Golden Gardens Park. In eastern Washington, the Hanford Works Atomic Energy Plant was opened in 1943 and played a major role in the construction of the nation's atomic bombs. In 1980s, the northeast face of Mount St. Helens exploded outwards during a large part of, destroying a large part of the top of the volcano. Um, this is another place that I would recommend going to visit. 
it is quite a drive uh, winding back and forth. <laughs> um, and just make sure you have plenty of gas because um, I uh, almost ran out of gas going there. Jeez. <laughs> so <laughs> um, Washington is home to many innovative Internet companies, including Amazon.com, Classmates.com, WhitePages.com, and MarchX. Uh, the percentage of non-religious people in Washington is the highest of any state. The church and church membership is among the lowest of all states. The state of Washington is one of only seven states that does not levy a personal income tax. Uh, property tax was the first tax levied in the state of Washington, and its collection accounts for about 30% of Washington's total state and local revenue. In 2004, Washington ranked first in the nation's in production of red raspberry. That's 90% of the total U.S. production. Hops, which was 75%. Apples, 58.1%. Sweet cherries, 47.3%. Pears, 42.6%. Concord grapes, 39.3%. And Niagara grapes at 31.6%. Uh, there are 140 public airfields in Washington, including 16 state airports. Um, Washington is home to four of the five longest floating bridges in the world. The Evergreen Point Floating Bridge, Lacey V. Murrow Memorial Bridge, and Homer M. Hadley Bridge over Lake Washington. Uh, there's also the Hood Canal Bridge connecting the Olympic and Kitsap Peninsulas. <laughs> uh, three ships of the United States Navy, including two battleships, have been named the USS Washington in honor of the state. And for our final fact of this evening, uh, the town of the Arctic was to be named Arta after the wife of the town founder. The application was misread and the results in the unusual spelling of the word Arctic. <laughs> so thank you all for joining me this week for another segment of this freaking state of mind please come back next week and join us for our next day back to you Travis well thank you Colin <clears throat> Joey what are you freaking on this week um I am freaking on uh, I'm still freaking on Westworld if I'm honest with you I just I finished the season this week and it was tremendous so nice. I cannot I can't wait for the next one I'm really excited about it so, it was good. Cool. Yep. So if you have HBO, go go watch it. It's only like ten episodes. It's like ten hours of TV show. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad at all. Nope. So, how about you, Travis? What are you freaking on this week? Uh, baseball playoffs. I'm really excited to uh, enjoy the baseball playoffs. Yeah, that makes sense. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, no, literally that's it. I know, like, I have a lot of things I usually say, but the only thing I'm focused on for this week is the baseball playoffs. <laughs> so, <laughs> Colin, what are you freaking on this week? I'm freaking on the fact that I finally broke down and bought uh, two video games that I've been wanting to play for a very long time again. Um, they are uh, 
games that were ported to PlayStation 4 that are originally PlayStation 2 games called Dark Cloud and Dark Cloud 2. Oh. And I I grew up playing them, and I very I loved them a lot. And I finally broke down and decided to get the ports of them. Nice. I'm uh I'm still uh trying to get myself to buy the Crash Bandicoot, uh for yeah. PS4. Like I know it's like really easy just to purchase it, but it's not really easy to spend the money. I no, and totally I, get that. I was I was having a hard time with mine, but I'm just like I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna sit here and just. Oh, I need to buy it. I need to buy it, and then <laughs> yeah, I finally well, did it. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking like I, I may get it. I may look into it like during like Black Friday shopping or something like that if they have a deal for it. Yeah, they, but, they probably will order it. Yeah. Yeah, and then I mean I could justify doing that. Then it's just like I mean right now like I barely play my PlayStation as it is. Um, you know, working on the back end of yard work and shit, especially you know it being fall and just working nights, it never can never get to it but... hey joe yes through the month of october the freak joe is uh one-third of the host of this freaking show so for our listeners who want to still hear geek cast joe where can they find him if you still need some geek cast joe in your life you can find him over at the geek cast live podcast at gcl.ninja you can also find them on facebook itunes google play and twitter by searching geek cast live Awesome. Again, we want to thank uh, our guests tonight, John and Colin from the Weirdings podcast. We really appreciate them uh, coming on. Make sure you check out their podcast. Uh, it's an amazing thing. Definitely recommend it. Make sure you catch Geek Cash Joe on his other podcast, uh, Geek Cast Live. And make sure you check me on my additional podcast, JFW Podcast, Jeff Freaking Wrestling. Uh, I want to say thank you again to our sponsors, Firefit Bar and Grill, and also We Are Dapper Ties. Make sure you check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, just by searching this freaking show. As always, I am Travis D. I'm Awkward Colin. And I'm GeekCast Joe. Thank you for listening to another episode of this freaky show. I'm out.